Take this journey with me as I take a deep dive into the disappearance of Madden Lacan and how it relates to my life. Hey, my name is Zaniah Hines and welcome to The Burning Question. Since we are looking at the disappearance of a young child, it is important to know that the number of missing children has significantly increased over the years. Well, at least the number of reported ones. And what has happened to the rest of them, we may never know. As stated before, in this episode, I will be exploring the disappearance of Madeline McCann. In 2007, on May 3rd, a little girl by the name of Madeline McCann went missing. She had straight blonde hair, a blue and green left eye, and a green right eye that had a, that had a brown spot on the iris. She was only three years old at the time of her disappearance. Her family was vacationing at the Ocean Club in Praia de Luz, Portugal. They last saw her when they left their apartment room to go eat dinner with their friends. Prior to Madeline's disappearance, her parents, Kate and Gerald McCann, left the three, almost four-year-old, and her two-year-old twin siblings in the room they were renting out. Her parents were out at a restaurant with their friends, who had also accompanied them on their vacation. The parents and the kids were said to have been about 100 yards away from each other. At around 9 p.m. or so, the mom went to check on the children, and they were said to be fine. When she returned an hour later, she quickly realized Madeline was nowhere to be found. According to Megan, a writer for the New York Times, investigators were brought to the crime scene where where they searched endlessly for Madeline McCann. As days passed, the search grew, and eventually they started looking in other areas, but she was never found. In 2011, David Cameron had the London police review the case once again after being asked by the family. And in 2012, officers believed that she could have been still alive. On May 26, after searching endlessly for the child, a report was issued. The report contained a description of a man who looked to have been carrying a child on the day Madeline was missing. In September, Kate was interviewed as a potential witness, but after no evidence was found, she could no longer be questioned any further. Later in the year, her father released a video saying that her family was being watched by a predator. In April in 2008, the parents' friends were interviewed. Investigators were being judged and criticized for the way that they had been handling the case. It was often questioned whether they were doing everything that they could. Some of the crime scenes were also said to not have been properly taken care of or cared for enough in order to gain evidence, if there was any. In one of the articles, it stated that a Portuguese police chief admits vital forensic clues may have been destroyed as the scene was not properly protected. If they had protected the area better, would they have found Madeline? In June of 2022, a statement was released from the McCann stating, All we have ever wanted is to find her, uncover the truth, and bring those responsible to justice. And we will never give up hope of finding Madeline alive. But whatever the outcome may be, we need to know as we need to find peace. Pictures of Madeline were released showing what she would have looked like a few years older so that if anyone has seen or recognized her, they could say something. Many suspects were called in into question, over 40 plus, but the most recent one, as of June 2020, was a German prisoner named Christian B. He had prior offenses dealing with drugs and sexual abuse against children. There are phone records that place him no more than five minutes away from, Mer- from where Madeline was said to have been abducted and that he was working near the resort. This case has been a challenge over the years not only for Madeline's parents, but the investigators who have worked on this case over the last few years. To this day, Madeline remains unfound. Many suspects, including her parents, Kate and Gerald, have been questioned for the crime. 
The only problem is there was not enough evidence to indict anyone. The case itself is an extremely popular case simply because it was just a family on vacation having a fun time and later the daughter goes missing. It has been hard for people to wrap their brains around how she could have gone missing, which raised many suspicions and with suspicion came many theories on what could have happened. A popular theory suggests that Madeline could have been abducted. While investigating the disappearance of Madeline McCann, a private investigator believed she was abducted and then sold into sex trafficking. The reasoning behind that would be that sex trafficking numbers are high in Portugal. Also, Madeline is said to have been seen as a high value because of what she looked like and where she came from. I mean, she was a white child and she came from what seemed to be a wealthy country. Tying into the theory of abduction, Amanda says that a connected theory is that she was abducted specifically to be sold to a childless couple. That conclusion was made because there were many reports of suspicious characters in and around the resort. There were also photos released of a man carrying a child what looked to have been of Madeline's description which raised many suspicions. It is agreed that she may have been abducted, but who and where she could have gone or been sold to are still in question. The theory of abduction could be plausible because the image that went out of the mystery man holding the child had the same pajamas as Madeline. This theory is only one of many though. It is also believed her parents may have been responsible. In one of the articles, Soane talks about nine different theories as to what may have happened to Madeline. Most of the information used in this article come from the Netflix documentary. Another theory speculates that her parents may have drugged her and used abduction as a cover story. When investigating, police thought the parents may have overdosed a child on Kalpul, which is a pain reliever medicine. Since they suspected the parents, they had sniffer dogs come out, and it turns out the dogs did smell a scent of blood in a human body. The scent was on her mother's clothing, the apartment, and the car. This gives viable cause as to why the police would have named them as suspects, and people will question what really happened to Madeline. In the article, Soane says the mother refused to answer 48 questions in her interview with the police. That would explain why people believe the mother specifically could have done something, because it seems suspicious that she would withhold information and not answer the questions. The only problem is that her parents cannot be convicted because the forensic evidence shows no evidence of Madeline's being DNA being in the apartment or the rental car despite what the dog smelled. While there may have been a good reason for speculating on the parents, the evidence gathered showed that the possibility of that is very slim because nothing was found. At the end of the article, it contains comments from people on what they think happened, and one stated, I believe Madeline's parents sedated all three children on a regular basis so that they could party and swing with their so-called friends and possibly others. But on that night, it went terribly wrong for them. This is an interesting take on what could have happened in connection with the parents because they did leave the children in the apartment to go hang out with their friends. It makes one take into perspective that this could have been something they regularly did and that would make them comfortable enough to do it again. Unfortunately, unless new evidence appears, the parents are just mere victims of their daughter's disappearance. I feel for this family because if Madden was really abducted, which is what I believe happened, I know that this is heart-wrenching for them. Imagine losing a loved one and never knowing what happened to them. How are you supposed to live after such a traumatic event? This could have been something my family might have had to go through if I did not trust my gut. 
Let me paint the picture of one of the most traumatic nights of my life. One night, I was walking up to the dingy brick building. It read 7-Eleven plastered on the front in bright neon lights, and the smell of fresh rain was very prominent. A woman who was around 5'5 five, five and Hispanic started asking me weird questions, which worried me quite a bit, and I started getting scared. All I could hear was the sound of cars flying past and my heart pounding against my chest as her mouth kept moving. I did my best to try to avoid her and sped walk into the store while trying to avoid giving her any attention. After paying for my blue raspberry slushie, I slowly dragged my feet towards the front door and I noticed I was gripping my keys to the point that the shape was etched into my hand. The whole walk back to my dorm was filled with worry and paranoia. I cannot even count on my hands the number of times I looked back to make sure no one was following me. When I finally reached my dorm building, I released a breath that I did not even know I was holding in. Situations like this are scary because I was almost a victim, a victim of abduction and sex trafficking. You may be wondering how I came to that conclusion. Well, a few days later, I was in bed on Snapchat and I saw a post about the same exact lady and how she was trying to get other girls and that she was arrested for sex trafficking charges. Imagine if I did not go with my instincts and ignored that funny feeling in my chest and stomach. Would I even be here typing this today? I guess we'll never know the answer. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my episode on The Burning Question.